When I have taught the prophetic books of the Bible, like Isaiah and Jeremiah in the past, I have taught my students to be aware of what I call prophetic landmarks. Landmarks are recognizable objects, natural or artificial, that help you to orient yourself, to determine your location, and to navigate. Prophetic landmarks help you to do very much the same thing as you read through prophetic literature, and perhaps to even navigate through the events of this world at this time when you see that there are things described in the Bible that have a connection to the things that are happening in our day. What does a prophetic landmark look like? Well, they are marks that show up numerous times repeatedly in the scriptures and are connected to a number of different things. For instance, in Isaiah chapter 13 and a number of other places in the scriptures, we read words like the sun will be darkened and the moon will not cause its light to shine. Those words or very similar words are found in Isaiah chapter 13, but they're also found in passages like Amos chapter 8 and Matthew 24, Mark 13, Revelation chapters 8 and 9. Those words are a prophetic landmark. They signal another important landmark. They're connected to what is called the day of the Lord in scripture. What is the day of the Lord? Well, it's a prophetic landmark that points to any time that God reaches into the realm of humanity for judgment. It is associated with things like God's vengeance. It, we read of destruction from the Almighty, wrath, recompense, fierce anger, and of course, judgment. Many times when Christians of a certain late Protestant variety hear the day of the Lord, they think of what might be termed as the great and awesome or the great and terrible day of the Lord. Those words come from the prophet Joel. Again, listen to the prophetic landmarks as I read this verse from Joel chapter 2, verse 31. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome or great and terrible day of the Lord. Those are pretty ominous words. But while many Christians believe in a coming great and terrible day of the Lord, when we come across the day of the Lord or the sun being darkened and the moon not giving her light, these landmarks of prophecy in the Bible, it doesn't have to be speaking about that future great and terrible day of the Lord. Again, the day of the Lord in general is any time that God reaches into the realm of humanity for judgment. And in the case of Isaiah chapter 13, it is primarily speaking of a day of the Lord dealing with God's vengeance upon the Babylonians through the Medes or the Medo-Persian Empire, an event that has an actual date in history. Some 2,560 years ago this week, the Medes and the Babylonians battled between the end of September and the end of October in 539 BC. Ultimately, the Babylonians fell to the Medes or the Medo-Persians. But here's what's fascinating. To many people, it was just an earthly battle, a battle that is recorded in ancient histories like those from Herodotus or Xenophon or found on the Cyrus Cylinder and, of course, in the book of Daniel or other places in the Bible. But actually, this event, this battle between two nation states, it is a day of the Lord's vengeance. And here's what's even more amazing. It was foretold by God through the prophet Isaiah more than 150 years before it happened more than a century before Babylon would even become a dominating power in the region, way before the Medes would eventually conquer them, more than 150 years before Cyrus's armies would overcome Nabonidus at the Battle of Opus, Isaiah would see a vision. And 
receive a burden from the Lord against Babylon. He would cry out and say, wail, for the day of the Lord is at hand. The Lord of hosts, the Lord of armies, he gathers an army for battle. And what is the army that the Lord is gathering together for battle? It's not some angelic host that's gathered together. He says in Isaiah 13, 17, behold, I, God speaking, I will stir up the Medes against them, against the Babylonians. In history, it looks like an ancient battle between two nation states. In what is now modern-day Iraq, it literally was the Iran-Iraq War version 1.0 in 539 BC. But behind the veil, in the spiritual realm, that realm that many naturalists don't believe in, we read, Behold, the day of the Lord comes, cruel and with both wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate. And he, God, will destroy its sinners from it. For the stars of heaven and their constellations will not give their light, prophetic landmark. The sun will be darkened in its going forth. The moon will not cause its light to shine. Again, prophetic landmark. I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will halt the arrogance of the proud and I will lay low the haughtiness of the terrible. I will make a mortal more rare than fine gold, a man more than the golden wedge of Ophir. Therefore, I, God says, will shake the heavens and the earth will move out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger. Behold, I will stir up the Medes against them, against the Babylonians, who will not regard silver. And as for gold, they will not delight in it. They're not going there to try and take a spoil. Also, their bows, their weapons of war, will dash the young men to pieces, and they will have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eye will not spare children, and Babylon, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of the Chaldeans' pride, will be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It shall never be inhabited, nor will it be settled from generation to generation. Prophetic landmarks, so that you can orient and navigate through history and also through our times. Something to think about. We'll see you next time. Thank you.